Know Thyself is dedicated to the exploration of the most rewarding task an individual can ever embark on, the journey to find oneself. This is the Know Thyself Podcast. Um, yeah, I like this idea way better. So, well, welcome to the Know Thyself Podcast. I'm here with Daniel. Well, hello. And I am Eduardo, and it's good to see you once again after... <laughs> Um, the many attempts of getting together and starting the year off and what better, um, what better day than to like today after we've had so many discussions prior to this, to how we're going to launch, um, not only the new episode and the new season and everything that's coming up, but also like what we've been up to and where we've been. And so, um, Daniel and I, for those listening right now, we had even a couple of sessions where we started recording and there's just so much to unfold and so much of what's happened. Uh, I think the last time we did an episode was a few months back and so much has happened. It was a spooky episode, right? Was that the last it one? Was. It was a spooky That one. was it. I think and it was that could have gone so much deeper too. And we'll talk about that. Like there was a component, yeah. but that was fun. But even like when we were done with it, it was just like, oh no, man, we could go deeper yeah. than that. But, but, but do continue, my man. It's so great to hear your no. voice. <laughs> Thanks, man. You too. I like that you, you clarify that because it still sort of ties into all the episodes prior to this and what's going to come after on how we're trying to structure these episodes. So for you, the listener, um, you know, you can not only join us on these discussions and be privy to how we uh, communicate with one another about such topics, but also like, you know, taking such dense uh, information and condensing it to where it's not only tangible, but we're also not missing a lot of things and going on our own tangents and just getting straight to the point in a way. And, you know, with all those different ideas floating around, you know, we've been trying to use our time wisely to give ourselves space, give each other space, but still like Dale and I've been talking nonstop. You, you were mentioning that before we recorded how we never stopped talking we just weren't recording and preparing for these recordings um, became sort of this process we had to go through. And, uh, and here we are now. Yeah. So funny. And it's so funny too, because we were still preparing for these, we were still having conversations. They just weren't getting recorded. Um, And, and that was a really fascinating thing because from the outside looking in, if I Wikipedia, if I did some like Google typing with my fingers and I looked up like what we were doing, it would come up as like a hiatus. But there was like no hiatus yeah. between us, which was which was the most unique thing about it because our relationship only got stronger. And I and I think there was a lot of conversations of like, hey, you guys, you've grown up together. You've gone through the fire together. This is your alchemical brother. And it's so amazing that you have these conversations, but you're not just breaking bread between the two of you anymore. And you're not connecting on this personal level yeah. of being such a support for each other. And we were also both going through an alchemical process. Um, and it was such a unique alchemical process that like, it didn't really make sense until it was done. Um, just like it always does. It always makes more sense when it's complete. That's how you know something's coming to the end when you can start to like understand it and see the conception of it. And, you know, and that was what was so tough because all we did was want to have these esoteric conversations with the community. Um, but there was, there was this pulling within and it was one of those things like this wasn't, this wasn't planned at all. This, this kind of radio silence that was, that mm-hmm, was kind mm-hmm. of, um, presented, but so, so necessary, not only for ourselves, 
But I think also for the community, because it gave us time to instill, reflect, find new resources, find corresponding information, opened up new data points, all of these things. It's like a great expansion time of even the paradigm for all of us and myself included. A lot of new resources, you know, even ancient things that I didn't even know I haven't uncovered, you know, like it, this, this whole year was such an intake of information and that was so fascinating. It was just a lot of new data presented to me and, and it didn't do anything to my old understandings. If anything, it strengthened them, but you peel the onion back of what this reality is the stinkier does get stinkier. The falsehood gets more seen, you know, the wickedness within. And and so you have to kind of go through these floods, right? Where you wash away what's impure about yourself. But what remains and like what keeps you afloat and holds up the sky is the principles. And those were what we discussed right. in the first three years was, was the principles, the foundations of the esoteric and the occult. Because the principles remain after a flood. It's like what the big story of the pyramid was. The pyramid was built before the flood to withstand the flood and to carry on information that needed to. And why it was able to do it was because it was a foundation and it mastered foundation and even its measurements. It was mastery and foundation. Foundations are the strength. And that's what we build on. And it allows us to go deeper down the rabbit hole. And it was so fascinating. I didn't even know about some of the the things I needed to explore. I, I had no no need to like even think I wanted to even look into what's the true history of the world and things like that. But the universe had a different plan, you know? And it was so fascinating because we started this season that's just now picking up pretty much again because it's still kind of the same season. There was just this space in between. And at the whole time I was like, why are we not producing like and why was there so much, like, at least for myself, you know, and I know, and I can't wait to give the floor for your exciting news because yours is mm. way, it's, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Um, but within myself, it was very, it was very fascinating at the very end when I was trying to make sense of everything. It was like this realization of like, you wanted to teach application. So right. I made you apply. The whole year was about application and it was about application at a whole new level because it's just like, no, you've been, you've been trying to communicate application these last couple of years, but that was the compounding of that information. You already, you already instilled that information. That was already, that was already taken in and expanded your paradigm of what this reality is. You are already living by those, but there's deeper. It's endless. The story keeps going, going, going. So you're constantly going to have these death and rebirths where parts of you need to be destroyed. But what remains, again, are those principles and, and they don't change. You know, like you go through a death and rebirth, vibration doesn't change. Frequency doesn't change. Your relationship with them changes. It gets deeper. You understand them more and you live by them more, but they don't change as a core understanding. And, and that's what was so fascinating, but it made so much sense. It was like, you wanted to teach application. So right. I brought application to the plate because like, if you don't walk through the coals, how are you going to even give anybody any kind of, not even saying you're here to guide, but how are you even going to give proper conversation? So, so that could spear that into somebody's consciousness. And so again, it was, it was a fascinating process, you know, going inside and, 
And that's how alchemy works. It was like, hey, you know, yeah. this is this that's is exact, the download. Yeah. And now <clears throat> the data has been presented for the next couple of years of, of further conversations. Um, and I'm so excited yeah. about that. But I mean, no, I mean, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, no. You just got me so excited. I, I was just. Oh, well, get excited because I'm about to start playing the marching band for you. We got a trombone, <laughs> a little snare guy, even that little dancing no. dude with the stick. Because like the biggest alchemical process, mine was mine was only just a shadow of like what you went through and like watching you go through it and still being able to go through it. Um, and before you speak, one of the reasons why I was like, hey, we should redo this episode is because you tried to take the the um the attention of tying your next news into um maybe why some of the episodes were never done in this past but you were always here and you were always ready to go and that was what was the most amazing thing through this process about like the beautiful news that you're about to share my man you were always (laughs) ready to go it didn't matter and and that's on top of this like career change you know all of the things which is the home all of it and that's not even talking about the big news. So I'm being a little chatty Danny. So I'm going no, to no. pass the talk and stick over to you. Um, Thanks, and then man. we'll continue no. this, this conversation. Well, first, I, I love chatty Danny. Uh, you know, as any good friend that you have or any of you have the fortune of having, like, I, it's always nice to hear everything that was going on in your life and what is currently going on in your life. And so I don't mind you chatting up anything. You just always spark something in me. When you say that I'm ready, it's easier for me to be prepared because if you start going off in one direction and I was curious about, it doesn't matter what I, what I'd be reading in that moment or what I've been reading in that moment, rather, um, you know, you'll find a way to sort of entertain what my tangent about it might be. And so that's why I always feel ready and inspired. You know, you were just talking about um, the application and it was such a paradigm, but not, it's just so appropriate. But when the application conversations begun and when we were trying to see what direction we were going to take it with that in mind, we were being called into the application. And like, I remember in, you know, the hermeticists, you know, they're constantly talking about that evolution from lead to gold. And so Mm. when we do the application and we let that happen, you know, you have to go back to even the first episodes when we talked about the seven hermetic principles or the stages of alchemy. um, At some point you're going to be called into these, these uh, principles, right? So like you talked about vibration and how nothing rests and everything is always in a constant but at one point you get called into it just like everybody else where you have to be fully prepared and aware of what's happening in that moment and it occupies most most of your time your heart and your intention and it shouldn't come as a surprise but it still does because you know we're we're raised to believe like there's deadlines and there's people we don't want to let down and there's things that we need to conquer and divide for tomorrow. And these are just such rapid ways of moving through this construct. And this Mm -hmm. construct that we have created is living within a vibrating and pulsating energy always around us. And when things are occurring within that, that we cannot see, in my opinion, or the way I see it, and you don't tap into the vibration, it keeps vibrating with or without you. So if you don't adjust the rhythm to it, if you don't understand like the cause and the effect of it, you end up, you know, creating 
it's just such different ripples that aren't going to benefit you and those around you. And so it was really weird, but we always gave each other the space. Like who would we be as friends uh, if, or who would we be? We'd just be hypocrites if we as friends can't give each other space or can't give each other the time to like come back and have a, an honest conversation. And we never like butchered this. We never went in it in a, or unauthentically. We never went in it just for the sake of having an episode out. And so we want everybody to know that as well. But um, the thing that you're talking about, which is also yeah, part of the burst, application. Buddy. We're about to is, burst over here. <laughs> The thing that has just been so great uh, in all this is that you've always been consciously aware that I was going to be having my first child and it's been mind blowing. And with everything happening in terms of like just relationships with individuals, relationships with yourself, uh, of course, significant other and so many more people that influence your life, that vibrational pattern is, is not only already created, from the years of, of being in this body for uh, on earth. But there's also habits that follow within those patterns. There's also a style in which you move through this sort of pulsating energy I'm talking about. And mm -hmm. when your newborn comes, which these principles need to be really heavily considered fast because he doesn't understand, understand the context of where you're coming from or what you may have an opinion on or not, or what your good you know, mannered soul thinks, you know, you should do in this situation that's being presented to you. His is very much primitive and I'm very, a baby. um, just, yeah, but also so powerful because it's tapping sure. into you so quickly to be like, I'm calling upon you to go deep within you to reciprocate something that you have and you always will have, but you need to know how to tap into it. And I need you to tap into it because it'll benefit both of us. And it, and it just, it's a constant, you know, test for anybody out there who's a parent, you know what I'm saying? So it's been great. And Daniel, I mean, he's been an amazing friend through all of this. Um, and by the way, everything's great. My son's great. My wife is great. Everybody's good. And the space, the space that was needed was not just, a blessing, but also something I think, uh, for me, I can't speak for you, Daniel, you kind of take for granted, you know, instead of like, it's kind of like being upset because you have an endless onset of layovers at an airport for anyone who has the privilege of traveling like that. And, you know, you can be upset and always be looking to the next flight that may take you to your destination or you make the best out of the time of a situation that's sort of out of your control at an airport and it's not fun to be in an airport of course but being patient with the time that you have and sort of redirecting your purpose within that time can be very beneficial once you get on that plane and for me like the waiting game was just making sure that everything was going to go well with decisions i've made from either my partner to my career to my newborn son you know you want to make the best choices and i think one of those choices which is such a weird choice but it's part of <laughs> You know, we were talking about application, but part of application is inaction, right? We, we always mm -hmm. think of action in terms of application, but inaction is also deciding on something. And we did that multiple times when we'd sit in this chair to start the episode. It was never mm -hmm. in any kind of, um, you know, place of animosity or yeah. impatience. It was just more like, hey, are you feeling this? Or am I feeling this? And then we'd get off and we'd talk about it and we'd still connect on it. And so I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the space you gave me. And I hope I was able to reciprocate just as, you know, with everything going on in both our lives. But who, again, we would just be a bunch of doo-doo hypocrites with all these principles that, you know, are right be behind every episode we talk about if we don't 
like really use them to better ourselves and like the, the, that vibrating pattern around us, you know? Sure. Oh, absolutely. And we're always exploring our own personal relationships with these principles, as well as we're always exploring our own print, like personal relationship with consciousness. And, and I think that that was a, that was a huge part about it was, was creating a deeper relationship with consciousness in that, that universal life force that we speak about. But it's like, do you, you know, you, you go through these, these, these processes. And I, and I love that you brought up the aspect of airport. Um, because it's right. When you're on standby at a terminal, you're kind of waiting for things that are out of your control and, and, and how we operate within this reality. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Sometimes we have to trust the process and sometimes stuff isn't moving quite like we want it to, but we can force it and force it and cause a scene, get the nice flight attendant to be mad at us because we like yell and all these things and, and start to get upset about the process in which we're not controlling. Instead, if we really trust the process like we did, you're like, okay, I'm sharpening my axe right now. There's nothing I can do with my axe. There's no movement. I don't have to cut anything right now. I'm not creating anything new, but I know it's coming. I know it's, I know that because I trust in the universal life force and I have a relationship with it, I know it's going to open the door for me to get out of this transition, which is this terminal, um, and transition terminal. We also just went through a very unique transit, just like when a planet goes into a different sign transit terminal transition and and you have to trust the process of transitions and and but you don't just sit there and sit on your hands and get mad you 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 prepare yourself for what you feel is going to be presented to you when you open the door and if you're confused on what that is it's probably what you're curious about it's where your attention wants to take you and it's what you would spend your free time doing that's how you sharpen your axe. So when yeah, yeah. the universe opens the door and it's like cut, you got all the energy, you got all the confidence, the strength, knife is cut and it's clean. No damage done. No, no, you know, no extraterrestrial damage done to the environment. It's just a clean cut. Maybe we had to cut a pattern. Maybe we had to cut a new path for ourselves. It doesn't matter. It's we just trust the process. So as we're going through it, so like, yeah, the, the, the episodes weren't coming. The recordings weren't happening, but it didn't stop us from building know thyself. Like I, it just took me deeper into my studies. It took me deeper into my, my meditations, contemplations and, and looking deeper at what I'm talking about with application. Um, and that really was, it was, it was a unique form of application and it was an application of simplicity and. And that was something that like came out of everything. And it always comes out of everything when you're done is just how simple it all is. You know, it was so simple at the end after going through this whole process and trying to figure out why there's a block and like communication, which was like always the thing that came more natural to me. You know, like I, (laughs) I can't hit a baseball, never could. You know, like that was never going to happen. Couldn't figure that out. Blown away that people that, that can't do it. I'm always just like, what? That's like magic to me. You know, wasn't great with like the hands construction. It was always speaking, conversations, communicating and learning it was like, that was, that was what I like to do. And yeah. so it was, it was fascinated when even the thing that came naturally to you wasn't happening, but 
I didn't distrust the situation. I trusted yeah, the yeah. process. You know, I, I continued to work and I saw the doors that it was opening and it, it was opening a lot of one-on-one working through the natal charts and the alchemical counseling. And I realized like, oh, it went from the collective conversation to the personal. And, and why it took me there was because I had a, 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 an individual, a sovereign individual that's standing in front of me, that's strong enough, that's like so such an amazing person to connect to, that's talking to me about what is working for them and what is not working for me. It was all mm. data collection. It was literally tangible results being presented in the physical reality about the question I was encountering. But rather than seeing the data, I'm trying to figure out why I can't communicate. It's just like, just chill, just chill, just get it, just collect it. And, and also, what about all these things that you've been learning? What about the calendar systems? What about the history? What about the pre-flood world and all these things you've been going into? Do you see that I'm like expanding your paradigm? Do you see that like you need to see this from more vantage points and you need to destroy your paradigm and show how you do it? So then you can help other people go through that process and encourage it. It's like, oh, it all makes so much sense because it's always simpler at the end. And, and it is so simple. You know, this, this whole year of meditation just brings you to the p- component of like, God is the true God is simple. And it is all so simple. Spirituality truly is, is just remembering more and forgetting less. Remembering yes. more that I'm an immortal soul animating an avatar traveling through the valley of the shadow of death i'm not from here we're animating an avatar that's experiencing this construct right i remember that more and i forget that less now it's super easy breaking bread together you know playing with the baby high-fiving people and being like oh yeah we're all universally connected i'm an anim- I, i'm a universal soul but what happens when we like check into the traffic and all of a sudden we're stuck in traffic. What happens when a pressure at work happens? What happens when I'm like panicking because I realize it's the end of the month and I have to pay the rent. You forget, you forget that you're an immortal soul and that you have the power of the infinite. And like, it's literally like you are it experiencing it. And you start to think about scarcity again. You start thinking about, you start to tap into fear. You lose trust in the universal life force. And again, it's so simple. You can't lose trust because if you have no trust in a relationship, there is no relationship. So now this universal power that's going to be able to help you, it helped you realize it was the end of the month, is also going to help you figure out how you're going to get that energy to come in. But it's not going to do that if you distrust it because it's not going to work that way because it has to present to you what you see and what you think about. If you distrust it, it's going to present to you with it being inadequate because the, the seeker gets what it seeks in the construct. And it's when you tap into that infinite, you can actually use the infinite. But if you don't have a relationship with creation, you don't have a relationship. Like there's, there's, you're not in the relationship with creating your reality in the way that a sovereign individual is their God given birthright to do. You know, yeah, we're a star, but we're not a fixed star in the sky. We're a walking, dazzling star. We choose our own destiny. We collapse our own timelines. You know, that's the difference between the sheep and the shepherd. The shepherd is is creating its own. It's not feeding into the observer, you know, carnal carnival matrix that sucks your attention in by magnetism and fear, scarcity. Oh, your body's not strong enough. You need all this medicine. Well, you're losing trust with your body by taking the medicine because you're deconsenting 
from that universal life force, which is the ultimate intelligence of your body. And you're through your actions showing the universe that you don't trust the body. You trust this, this, this stock market icon, this, this product, you know, this prescription, this script, you trust this. You don't trust the universal life force and the universal laws. You trust your like limited government. That's what you're consenting your energy to. Well, you're showing no trust to the universal life force. It can't connect to you because you're stuck in this other lower pattern. It's, it's so simple. It's like you just always need to remember that you are it experiencing it. And then you can actually tap into the infinite because it's within you and you're not presenting yourself as some limited, you know, scarce, fear-driven individual. And that's why there's so much fear. And that's why it's they're always feeding that to push you into that. Because the other choice is breaking free. It's collapsing, you know, it's actually like getting out and getting back through the process. And so, you know, it's so funny because it it is, it's just remembering more and forgetting less. What does a baby bring to you? Remembering constant remembering because it's not just i am baby it's like i am baby and then it says all this baby things that it does but it's it's life getting your attention but again what does that life need from you it's so simple it's love the true god is simple it's love you want to know who the the god of the the tree of death is the demiurge it's it's complexity you know, you can look at like a gematria breakdown of an event. Like if you ever go on like the website, um, I don't know if you and I have ever messed on the gematronator. Amazing mm-hmm. website. Definitely check it out. Any word you want to put in there, it'll give you the gematria, the breakdown of the coded word, like the numerical value of it. You could use your name. You could look at dates. Really fascinating thing. And they can break down events that happen in the in all over the world. And they break it down into numbers in a way that's just like, Beyond belief, the details and how everything plays into itself. Well, the demiurge is deception. The, the king of this world, the king of the tree of death is, is the program that's running. That is this fear system. You know, within the construct, there's two programs running. It's the tree of life and the tree of death. And the simple, how to tell them apart is the true God is simple. It's so simple. It's love. Where the other one is these complex like equations and all these things add up. It's these complex rituals at these reward shows. It's these events, these, these events that happen with these weird numbers. It's so complex. And they're like, oh, it's because the devil is not in the details. The devil is details. God is wholeness. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. God is simple. God is love, truth, and wisdom. Our connection to God comes through our imagination, our intuition, and our empathy. This is what we're connecting here. Everything else is this reverse program that's running, and we're seeing its operation. We've seen its operation forever. We don't fear its operation because it's got nothing connected to us because we absolutely don't consent to it. We only consent to that universal life force. We consent to the, to the true, simple God. The God of Genesis in the first couple chapters that says, just go and replenish the earth. Not the God of Exodus Exodus or later chapters where he's like killing people who don't believe in him, justifying that killing babies. We ain't talking about the same God here. 
it's it's the it's the old story of the Gnostics, and this is a huge thing that we'll we'll discuss further. But at the end of the day, even going deeper into this aspect of like saving the father from the belly of the beast, it's all so simple. It's the true God is simple. You know, spirituality is simple. It's remembering more and forgetting less. When it comes to the work you need to do, it's right in front of your face. It's your nose. Like literally, you. it's like your nose. And we spoke about it with Pinocchio. You can't see your nose even though it's in your vision unless you close one eye. Everything you need to do, everything that's special about you is right in front of your face. It's like right there. And it's just these moments that it's all over. We see it and we're like, oh, oh my gosh, that's what it was. It was there the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 part of the the component here. And this is why you can see even like how you treat other people is how you treat yourself. And that's, that's like a, a way when people are like, I just don't know how to give myself self-care. I don't know how to take care of myself. It's like, do you take care of yeah. other people? Yeah, all the time. Always taking care of my grandparents, my kids. Okay, what do you do for them? Like, well, I feed them. I make sure that their clothes are clean. You know, like I, I make sure that they're healthy. It's just like, oh, you just do the same thing for yourself. But like, if you cook them food, you have to cook food for yourself. Right. Because like you can't just wrap something up in a tortilla and slam it in your face, Daniel, because the, your oversoul's watching. And it's just like, why is it that you will take time to make food for anybody else when they come over, do all the dishes and be so happy, but you have to like not make a plate for yourself. It's like your higher self is looking at the situation. And it's like, uh, why is it not returning in the same way? You know, it's like these simple things that come up at these moments and, and something like, the the lessons of a child is what reminds us of this because it is it's it's so simple it's it's complex right but that's more with like how you interact with the world while raising a baby like that's the only thing that's really complex about it is you still having a career you having to pay like you know your bills and all of these things that's what's that's what's interesting that's where the marathon is you know, because like, like you said, you don't mind waking up if he's quiet. You're not going to let him cry. But it's the pressure of like the matrix that makes it difficult. No, God's oh, simple. Yeah. You know, and they, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, if it was that simple. They, that didn't, they didn't invent the babies. They invented the work week. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 so, it's so interesting. Um, this Everything you're saying, dude, I mean, <clears throat> if I may interrupt, I just please, was thinking. Please. We still haven't We still haven't done an episode on the Rosicrucians, but... Um, and my own readings when I was doing some, just some investigation, um, just curious, like just feeling my curiosity, if you will, on just the Rosicrucians. One of the things I did like about what I was reading is, is the idea of reaching that inner light that you were talking about and like with knowledge and like finding a way to liberate ourselves. You said something a few, um, a few minutes back about, you know, what's like how you, we want to help others. We don't help ourselves. And maybe when it is time to help ourselves, we go deep and look for this kind of knowledge. I mean, I know that this is a little side tangent in this regard, but I've had a lot of messages from, we've had a lot of messages from listeners. And the main thing that they always want to say is they want to thank us. We thank you right back. And we're glad you're thankful. <laughs> so fast uh, but what they're thinking is for is that they're, they were just, <laughs> they were just in a position where they were, at a place put against the uh, against the wall to be curious and then their curiosity found us and then they found their own path into what could liberate them or make them tap into that light and so having a, a form of refilling that cup uh that inner cup 
not the exterior, you know, cup of just materialism and things that, you know, we definitely need in order to operate in this existence, but the inner cup being full, everything else falls into place in the exterior. And you forget that all the time because Mm -hmm. things are going to rattle that pattern for you, that, that vibration. I know it's not ill intended. The vibration is happening at all times, but you know, if something happens, that's strong enough to rattle your foundation, you just have to like pretty much accept the fact that you can't take everything with you in that moment, just the things that are the most important and then move on and start over again. And if you can make peace with that, which is what I'm doing, um, then everything else just is so trivial, but it is happening to you. You were talking about the matrix. It's like, if I could just stay at home all day long with a baby, I'll just tap into my inner light faster than, you know, I even know what to do with, you know, because being with a child, being with the ones you love, you know, you feel that inner love and you feel that inner light and it's operating and it's generating at all times, but he needs to depend on me. And the way it operates in this construct is I have to be doing things in order to receive other things in order to keep him from being, or not necessarily not being pure, but always staying pure is what I mean. So you want to protect and you want to sell, you know, you want to serve and you want to just live out the rest of your life serving them. But there's no nothing great about that if you're just neglecting yourself mm-hmm. and just like on autopilot, you know. And so when you say I'm on and I'm ready to do these episodes too, like this is just nourishment for me because I get to not only have a conversation with you, but also I get to be wide open to many listeners that I don't know what they're going to think about what is going on in my life or your life. But I just want them to know that they're not alone because it makes me feel less lonely if I'm going through these sort of moments where you're, you know, sort of not in a uh, like a pressure chamber, but you're sort of wanting to know what's my exit. And the exit is always just accepting the reality and then moving into the most peaceful way, if you can, of starting over again. Like I said, like if something is just not meant for you or doesn't serve you it's really hard to let it go. I think it's in our instincts to like keep a tight grip and and not let go. And even the last six, seven months when we weren't doing episodes, I found so much peace in these episodes and doing the episodes with you. But at that time I was needed somewhere else and you were needed somewhere else. And we needed to answer the call of so many things in our life. And they're just basic things. They're not all so monumental with um, you know, like having a child, but even with you, I know there was different things that were happening. They were just as important though, because your happiness is important to me. You know what I mean? And those who are around me, I want them to be happy. So again, who would I be if I wasn't going to be your friend and give you space for whatever you need in terms of adjustment? And I don't expect the same from you, but secretly I kind of, you know, I'm like, Hey, he's got my back, you know, like, and I, and you've never disappointed in the last 20 plus years of our friendship, um, you know, and through all different changes. And so, yeah, I'm just glad we will finally get that all out and just sort of talk about it, uh, for all those listeners. And again, I don't even mean to go off from the Rosa Crucians to here, but there's so much that we've talked about behind, behind the walls, um, and behind, um, a recording mic that, I know we want to address and we want to get to, so. Sure, yeah, yeah. And again, like everything that I just like blurted out on the microphone could be broken down and we can talk about all that stuff for like hours and hours. Like it was just kind of like, oh, this is is where it's been the last 10 months. And it's funny because 
every time people have asked me, you know, because like in charts, people are like, hey, you know, I'm an avid listener and I haven't noticed. Every time I explain where I've been, I always be like, I sound crazy. Like, I'm like, yeah. I just start explaining it more. And, and although I sound crazy in my explanation today of it, I feel like it was the least craziest I've sound. So I think this is actually going to make recording, which is really exciting. You know, we're nice. going to kind of publish something. Um, and it's only going to get, there's so much to explore. And yeah, man, something that I've been looking a lot into is like calendars and time and how time works and, and, and the unification of the calendars and things like that. And you brought up the Rosicrucians. Well, the, the Rosicrucians always appear on a timeline and they publish a bunch of work and they talk about like all this like big group organization that's going to happen and then it goes under and they don't know if it like really goes under or do they actually get the initiates that they want and they just don't make it a public thing. But either way, that is something that is uh, going to happen around like 2040 if the timeline continues, um, as well as some other um, big stuff around that time period. Um, Ooh, and talk um, more about it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. And so no, I wasn't going to say anything important. Oh, it, and it, nor was I, nor was I. <laughs> um, and so in the, uh, but yeah, man, the, the Rosicrucians are fascinating, fascinating, especially if you're looking at alchemy, Max Hendel wrote a lot for them. There's um, their publications are fantastic. So for, for listeners, if you're looking for uh, more data, great resource. And then, man, one of the things that came up this, this last year that just absolutely blew my mind was the Colburn Bible. Have I spoken to you about this and how much it just like opened up a can of worms for me? No. Super interesting, man. Just as old as the Old Testament. It's the Celtic Bible. It's about 2,800 years old, I want to say, but it could be Oh, 20. yeah. You did mention that too. Did I mention? Yeah. No yeah. religion connected to it. So obviously it doesn't have like the, you know, the Pope Incorporated pushing it. You know, with his like his gold bars and stuff of like, listen, read my book. Yeah. It's like not very pushed by your organization. So not a lot of people know about it. Super amazing resource. Anybody, um, I would, I would definitely say that that has been one of the most fascinating things. And it's again, it's, it's very similar. It's got no connection to Christianity, but you know, again, the stories from the Bible all come back from like the deepest of them are going to be Sumerian. That's a reprint. It's a reorganization. Mm -hmm. um, you know, all ancient text. Sumerian is where we're going to get like the base of, of the deepest, latest information we know, but amazing resource with the Colburn Bible. Um, and um, yeah, some some other really great resources. Um, a really great one as well as, as Archaics on YouTube, Jason Bashir's fascinating work man super interesting he really looks at calendars and has opened up a lot in my mind and again don't agree and see similar on everything but his data is unreal like his bibliography his like all of what he studied he, he spent time i think in prison so he like just studied all day long um but really fascinating because studying all of his work a lot of his conclusions are things i've read in rudolf steiner and things I've read in um, the Brotherhood of Light and stuff. And he hasn't read these. Like mm -hmm. some of these things he hasn't read. So it's it's really cool seeing even like non-alchemy researchers coming to really alchemical conclusions. Yes. Again, it just fortifies everything. It fortifies everything. And and it, it's it's a beautiful thing. So Colburn Bible, Archaics, great. Two great right. resources for everybody in the community. Um, and we're going to be... Um, 
you know, connecting with a lot more resources, I feel. I think we're going to, that's going to be a really big thing is like, let's really help like pull together just like the, the, a a legit list of like common individuals um, that are just free thinkers. You know, we don't all have to agree on the same thing, you know, Um, but like we can all break bread that this is a, this is a spiritual experience. And that's, that's, that's the, that's the embarkment point that matters the most. Exactly. Well said, man. Well said. And that's, that's exactly what I want to, you know, conclude my thoughts with on that is bringing people that come to the same conclusion as, you know, the greats before us and the ones that are currently amongst us is, um, you know, again, refortifying the thought that we're all living in through this vibrating and pulsating energy that is feeding us information and the information I believe is circling around and around. And the more of us that can touch the information and then move into application, I think the better world we'll see, but also the better world we'll see from within and we'll recognize people um, who also feel that way, that it's there's not just one way, but the way has its, um, its rules and it has its like, you know, forms of, of taking um, us on these journeys of self-exploring and, you know, the lows bring you closer to <clears throat> places you really hadn't taken a look at. And then they provide you the highs thereafter. And everyone you talk to is, you know, just trying to find a good place in between and, you know, stay in a flow uh, or a flow state rather. And so that's, that's kind of what I hope for, for the next series, because I'm, I'm in that right now, you know, it's like that surrendering of the last eight months, uh, even nine months and all, and all things in my life has, you know, brought a new, um, not just necessarily lens to look through, but also, uh, just a fresh pair of eyes, if you will. So yeah, man, I'm excited. Yeah, no, man, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And in my vision of the future, I see you doing a wheelie on the water. Like that's how bad <laughs> it's like, so cool. Like people are like, I didn't even know wheelies could do that. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Um, you know, and, uh, and we'll talk about that. We're going to have a, a really, uh, we'll turn this over because we're going to have a conversation on that transit. We're going to go really deep okay. on that, uh, Pluto moving into Aquarius transit. Really fascinating. It moves right around back into Capricorn when the, uh, United States election is going to happen. Couldn't write this in a story if you tried. People, your publisher would be like, this story's not believable. And you're like, it's the story. Um, wow. But like, that's it. And so, but we'll talk about that because that was huge. And we all experienced something on the 20th that can only be described as rad. And that was when Pluto and Aquarius were moving at the same, the sun and Pluto were moving at the same time. They transitioned it together. Really fascinating. They both moved from Capricorn into Aquarius at the same time. You don't have the sun illuminate a transit of that magnitude very often. Um, and that's, that was a, um, you know, that's a neutral field with the, the changing of the planets, but it's what you do with that energy. But for the ones that are aware, it means game on. It means like your magic is going to be more, the, the construct is going to receive your programming more uniquely now. It's going to be more responsive to your programming, but construct is going to be more responsive to your programming. And so if you didn't pick the lessons and you didn't lift the weights and learn the program and learn the principles and Capricorn is what Capricorn taught, you're not going to know how to use your tools. But for like the, you know, the cool cats and all of us, 
it's it's truly like game on because it's just like oh we're getting our Aquarian energy. Um, again, it's going to go back into Capricorn a little bit, and then we're going to be full swing ahead. And this will be for the majority of all of us because we're our spiritual development, and this might be the most important Pluto of our life. Um, you know, in our time frame for sure, because it's like in our thirties, forties, in our fifties. That's when you like create mm. the most. Um, but for everybody, it's going to be, um, it's going to be, um, well, it's going to be quite the spiritual experience like it always has been. Oh, dude, I can't wait to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So that will be the next one. We'll jump into that just because we'll, we'll catch up on its recentness. And then we're going to just, then we're just going to, you know, ride some dragons and do some, do some ill, ill shit. Mm-hmm. Let's do it, man. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm mm-hmm. really excited. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I do want to just say thank you to everybody for being so patient uh, while we were going through our own um, individual journeys, Daniel and I, but remember we never stopped thinking about you guys and hoping to produce the best episodes we can just by these conversations and experiences happening all at the same time. And with you, you know, we just can't wait to like provide you with examples, but also these lessons that my friend Daniel here always brings up that are just so powerful that I just want to use the application or I just want to take the information for the application and just, you know, make the better, the better choices, um, from here on out. So thanks again, man. Hey man, thank you. I love you. I love everybody in this community. It's such an honor (laughs) to be on this journey with each and every one of you. And until next time oh man i haven't said that in a long time until until next time then